0: This podcast is hosted by R-double-P. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about that first. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him, squeezing his throat, she's screaming, Who sent you here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. This one is on, this one is on, this one is on, this one is on and the sound effects work <laughs> welcome back hello 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 how is everyone
1: yeah how are you guys i'm good i'm good i'm good how's yeah, How how's doing i'm pretty good
0: too it is what it is now we're just we're just in the isolation life now aren't we yeah we're just accepting it anyway i'm Gemma. i'm ethel <laughs> Ethel's back, <laughs> and you're, as usual, listening to I Think My Fridge is Haunted. <laughs>
1: season 2, I mean, episode 12. Yeah, we've got one more, guys. One so more for the, the season. pants
0: on mm-hmm. for another week. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, very oh, awesome. Should we
0: tell them about the other thing that we're doing? Because we haven't yeah, announced you- it yet.
1: We've got, an, we've got an announcement.
0: Well, they might have said it on social media by now because this will come out on Thursday and the other thing will true. come out on probably Tuesday. So true, true. Uh, we are actually doing a spin-off podcast called I Think My TV Is Haunted. Uh, it'll be out, well, we'll, we're recording it on this on Monday, so it'll probably be out um, either tomorrow or the next day, probably tomorrow though. Uh, and what we're doing is TV and film reviews. Yeah we are. So very fun. Uh this will actually be available on our new Patreon account. Patreon? Our Patreon Pat- account. Pa- pa- Patreon, yeah. <laughs> and I believe it will be Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, uh three US dollars per month. Is that correct? So at this point for that two, you will get two, four 3 US,
1: US dollars. Two US dollars.
0: Sorry, it's which two US to us.
1: A- Three Australian dollary Uh uh-huh. Aha. Sorry, I was
0: confused. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, and yeah. what we're doing for the first season of, of I Think My TV is Haunted – is we will be reviewing episode by ep- episode the new Penny Dreadful City of Angels TV series, which is a spin-off of Penny Dreadful, one of my favourite shows, one of your favourite shows.
1: Yeah, it's um,
0: Which finished up a couple of years ago. Um, this season is set in the US. The last season was set in England. And uh, yeah, so the first episode is out and we our review will be out very, very soon.
1: Yeah, so I mean, massive spoiler alert because we'll be dissecting every moment of the episode. Oh but yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, so be prepared and and, and watch the sh- show beforehand and stuff. But like after Penny and Dreadfuls, we're going to be going through some really cool movies. I wanted to do Midsummer, yep. Parasite, mm-hmm. um, some old gory movie like. We should definitely do the, the ritual because cool we both shit. love that. The ritual. Oh my! Okay, the ritual. If you can see me right now, mm-hmm. Gemma and oh, audience. Oh, you've got the book. I've got the book. I didn't even know um, it was a book. It is the scariest fucking book I've ever read. Really? And I'm obsessed with Stephen King. Like he Stephen King is my favorite author of all time. But this is terrifying.
0: So did the book terrifying. come out first, and the film was based yeah. on the book?
1: The film is based on the book, and the film isn't really like the book. They've left a lot of shit out, and it's fucking terrifying. Oh, my God. I've had it for three days, um, and I've already, like, 200 pages in, and um, it is so scary. Was it easy to track the book down? Um, I got it off Book Depository, and because of the postage at the...
0: Oh, Esther's on hold for a second. Oh, you're it back. It took ages. It took ages. Uh,
1: my mum keeps calling me every time Ugh. I'm on a fucking podcast. I swear <laughs> to God.
0: Yeah, no, it is terrifying. That is so cool. So scary. Um, I'll have to, um, yeah. I wonder if I can get oh, that on audio. I'll give it audio. to you afterwards. Oh, I'm terrible at reading oh. books. I, I I always listen. Oh, yeah. I, I listen to audio books. Oh, get it on audio. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Oh, Do amazing.
1: It. Cool. I didn't know it was a yeah. book. That's awesome. I'm going to get it. Oh, my God so scary I read it every night before I go to sleep and it is the tit cool I'm never going into a forest again I'm never <laughs> looking at it I'm never going near any trees I'm never going near any little in houses. Scandinavia
0: or just in general
1: in general that. <laughs> it is terrifying the creature is oh my god yep yeah. I love so much that more movie. Better than the film. I love that movie, yeah. but it's so oh, it's good, incredible. though. Isn't it? It's a great story. I'm
0: obsessed with it. What else was I going to say? Yeah, so our new podcast. I think my TV is haunted. That's out of the yeah. way now. Uh, yeah. Housekeeping. Oh, flamingo, flamingo milk. So flamingo milk. As you know, last week uh, our minds <laughs> were blown because we found out that flamingos, flamingos, flamingos feed. Their young milk, which yeah. left us with more questions than answered answers. Definitely, definitely
1: more questions than answers. God, and we I've can tell you it. now that flamingos don't have nipples or little breasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll just
1: try to do it from memory. It's, the, it's, oh, I found okay, it. Okay, so birds have crops, which it, is like this weird section near their chest. That's it's a different it's a different orifice. Than the actual throat tube when I was a vet nurse, if you you had to feed birds, if they weren't eating properly, you'd have to put the special syringe into their crop pipe, and that's where the food goes. Through their mouth? Through their mouth, but it's underneath their tongue, there's a separate hole, and that's where you're meant to put the, that's where a lot of that's where it leads to the crop that's so weird it's terrifying because if you fuck it up the food can go somewhere else and they can choke so like a lot of bird breeders professional bird breeders have they're called I think they're called crop needles or something but yeah it's like this separate thing that all birds have and that's Whoa. where the milk comes from.
0: I found where um, Chris sent it to us. Um, yeah. The milk is secreted by glands lining the upper digestive tract. It is then regurgitated to the baby flamingo. And she said, on an unrelated note, I now take my tea black. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. She, Chris told us that it was. She's um, like easily grossed tea? out. Very easily grossed out. A cottage
1: cheese
0: consistency. Yes, apparently it's thick and cheesy. Yeah, and penguins and Penguins do it too. Penguins. and Penguins and pigeons. Oh, she's writing a sonature. Pigeons. pigeons. Pigeons do it as well. That's nuts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's cute though.
1: <sighs> cute that they make their own flavour. And doves. I-, I thought she wrote Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Dave does it. wrote <laughs> Dave. What the hell, man? <laughs> That's nasty.
0: Okay, There was, F- facts from the freezer. Yes, let's do facts from Wait, what, the freezer. What, what, I was just going to say there was a couple of weird news items that I found this week. Oh, yeah? Do you want to do news items? There was a couple of weird um, things seen in the sky recently. Yes. Uh, one yeah. was in England. I don't have the uh, article up in front of me, but it was like – it looked like oh, – how to describe it? it? It was basically somewhere in the UK out in the countryside – this thing it looked like fire, and it was up in the sky, and it was like spiraling down to the ground and it looked just looked like this long line of fire going down to the ground and then apparently it just went behind the mountains and crashed behind the mountains and no one knows what right. it was. No one went and checked uh I don't know it was pretty that's weird wild maybe next week i'll I'll bring up the uh the article yeah, try to think deep um another thing that happened was um yeah. Jeremy from, oh, for art's sake, um, sent me something as well. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it says, who saw this odd smoke ring in the sky Thursday afternoon in the vicinity of Princeton and Horton in, in Bossier Parish? This is in America. We received this video and several pictures. Any ideas? So a lady named Paula Davis sent it in to, the, to a meteorologist called Jeff Castle. I'm going to send it to you, this video, and if you could put it up on the Instagram account, that would be awesome. It's this weird okay. ring in the sky. It looks like a massive giant smoke ring in the sky, but the best thing about the video is the southern accents of the people going, what the hell is that? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. always the best part. Anyway, so we'll do that on social media. Tell me what you were talking about. No, before we get it, Joe <laughs> Zodic apparently has COVID. <laughs> what? Is that true? plot twist. Yeah, apparently he's got the corona. Um, Somehow, I can't bring myself to be Which, super sympathetic. Oh, no,
1: I don't feel sorry for him. It's I, him think, he's, shit. Fuck I him. think Fuck him. Fuck the whole thing. I'm so person. sick of Joe Exotic. I'm so sick of it all. I can't <laughs> deal with it. I hate it. Did you watch so, it? You know. No, I refuse.
0: Oh, you've not even watched it? I refuse.
1: I already know all about Joe Exotic because the guys in the last podcast covered it back in like 2017. Yeah. So it's I'm not interested. He's it's so cruel. He's a pig. They're all pigs. So.
0: It is a pretty crazy show, but um, okay, so yeah. he has got COVID. Wow. Got COVID, yeah. So. He's not a healthy guy. No. Be interesting to see no karma.
1: karma for treating his big cats like shit, but anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: Back from the freezer. Back from the freezer. So mine are electronic, so I'm just going to flip to a different page. Okay, who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. Who wants to, you want to go she first goes, or me? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, go for
1: it. So I was speaking to a lovely girl the other day yep. who is Chinese. Yep. And she, we were talking about numbers. I don't know how we got into the topic. I think it was because on my left hand I have the number three tattooed onto me.
0: Yeah, I've, um, I've noticed that in the past.
1: Yeah, it's my lucky number. Ah. Yeah, but um, we were talking about numbers and... Uh, what did she say? She said something like, in Chinese culture, number four means death. It's really, really unlucky. Really? And, like, she has friends that will not leave the house for a month, like, past, like, 5 o'clock in the night.
0: Why? And why, then why does that have anything to do with four?
1: January, February, March, April. Did I say that? What did I say? So April is,
0: April is an unlucky month because it's number four. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So, like, the whole of April, they will not leave the house after, like, five or six o'clock at night. Oh, right. Super unlucky. But my favorite part of this fact is the number 666 translates to dope, as in that's super cool, that's dope. And, like, there's been times when they've been, at like, massive, like, um, baseball or basketball um, stadiums and shit, and the number six 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 has been displayed on the screen because that means dope. Because it cool. means like,
0: oh, something really cool just happened.
1: Yeah, so that all the, that's like crazy. screens that say six six six. I think it's so funny.
0: But so that <laughs> does not mean anything ominous to them whatsoever.
1: No, Whoa, not at all.
0: That is so weird.
1: Yeah, so six 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 is like up in the fucking. You know billboards and shit, and like this. You know it's good. It's a good number.
0: Oh, imagine being like a foreigner, and, and that happens, and you're like, oh, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the white people cross themselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Christian missionaries going to China. run, screaming, <laughs> like he just scored a point. Six, six, six. The crowd cheers. Can you imagine everyone just being like, oh, fuck. speaking uh, of China, love, love that.
0: That's a, that's a really cool fact. I didn't know that. But speaking of China, apparently a, a medical specialist from China has been sent to North Korea because um, no one knows what's going on with Kim Jong-un. Could he have COVID? Oh, okay. So probably a week or two ago, people found out that he was ill or it got out that he was ill. Of course, everything to do with North Korea, who knows what to believe? Yeah, and, he could be growing a horn. We don't know. Oh, he could be absolutely fine. Uh, and then in the last probably three <laughs> or four days, it's said that um, he has been taken to some sort of a resort, but not to chill out. Apparently they're saying – Like a rehab. They're saying, quote, he's in a vegetative state. What? Now, Esther, who does that remind you of? Fucking Otto. Otto. What is going on in North Korea? A vegetative
1: state. Are you, like, God, I hope it's true.
0: Well, th- that's the thing about North Korea. You don't know what to believe. There's just all these what stories coming out. What he died? Uh, They're talking about successes now. But he's only, he's really young, isn't he, like 35? Yeah, but he's very overweight. and hes, he's I and would say he's quite unhealthy. Yep. Uh, but still, thirty-five. Wow. I don't know what. Maybe he's been drinking the detergent, injecting the detergent because his friend Trump told yeah, him to,
1: following Trump's directions. On the old WhatsApp
0: app, world leaders. Trump's like, everyone's like, oh freaking hell! Trump is on the WhatsApp again. Hey guys, uh, try a disinfectant for COVID. It's really good, and then <laughs> that'll put you in a vegetative state.
1: Mate, I just hope Trump does it to himself first. Such we'll an idiot. all watch as he injects bloody dishwashing liquid into his lungs. Well he won't because
0: it. he's being uh you know, quotation marks sarcastic now. So
1: Idiot. Look, it's natural selection. There's a whole group of Trump supporters who are like, everything he says is factual. He's been sent from Jesus. Mm. He said put detergent in our faces, we're gonna do it. Natural fucking selection.
0: Mm-hmm. The detergent in the our faces. <laughs> Get rid of them, Trumpists. The trumpet. Um. That's the tip. So, all right. Sure. I think that's all we've got for uh, housekeeping and stuff. How about my fact from the freezer? Oh yeah, I forgot you haven't done it. Do I it. haven't done one yet. Okay, so in ye old England, suicide <laughs> was seen as a crime, and the bodies were buried at crossroads. With the practice finally ending around 1822. This was apparently done to confuse the spirit of the deceased, as suicidal spirits were believed to return home and haunt their village.
1: Wow, that is very. I have a lot of um, a lot of questions mm.
0: to ask the people back in the day.
1: Like, <laughs> like what were you thinking? Who's the criminal <laughs> themselves? Like, who are you going to prosecute? The dead person, like,
0: or as you say, um, who's the joker?
1: <laughs> and if it's if it's their spirit that's going to come back and haunt them, mm. the suicide spirit, then surely you'd blame the spirit and not the actual person. Maybe it's like, it's very confusing. I've, I've got a lot of questions, but yeah. you know what? That's, oh, also, shout out to Nick for drawing the most incredible yes. Spring Heel Jack mm. image I've ever seen. Yes. Thank we, were, you. we were talking, and he's like, if you had to choose a celebrity to play, jack in a film who would it be and i said first i said willem defoe because he would be the tits. he's fucking perfect he would then be I, great yes perfect as spring hill jack yes then i said bill skarsgård because he's lanky and he does the turned eyes and he's got it playing monsters and he's sexy as fuck yeah and then i changed my mind completely on all of them mm. and my Final answer is Jack Black, because that would be fucking hilarious. (laughs) Can you imagine imagine him springing over, like, walls and (laughs) shit?
0: Little... (laughs) um, He would be great. (laughs) Oh, my God. Nacho Libre. I want them to make the Spring-Heeled Jack movie so bad. Right? We we have to start, like, a change.org petition. I know. To Jack Black. Oh, my God. Jack, Black, please do it <laughs> and make it really
1: funny, because he would. You added, I'm like, come on! Just, <laughs> so I, was I was excited this
0: morning because on um, Instagram, um, the puppeteer who plays Chamberlain in Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance answered me on yeah. on Instagram. What? Because he he <laughs> asked the fans. He said, "What's your favorite Chamberlain moment in Age of Resistance?" And I was like, "Oh, it was this one." And he was like, "Hey, that was one of the first scenes we ever did." And I was like, "Sweet, you're gonna get that
1: tattooed, Chamberlain, that comment tattooed on your forehead." <laughs>
0: I had Creed Bratton
1: from The Office message me once, and oh, I yeah? like lost my shit. I was <laughs> so excited. Yeah, it was full of spelling mistakes and everything, but I still kept the screenshot. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't. He couldn't spell Australia.
0: <laughs> oh God, Jeffrey Star once answered yeah. me. Uh, What? Yeah. But it was like uh, that's a big one. It was actually back like before he got super super huge.
1: Okay. That's still cool. You guys could say you're friends from way back.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, shall we get on with our story because I know we've got one heavy one and not one not so heavy one. Yeah. Okay guys. This one's not for joking. Um I thought it was really
1: important to cover because it's just popped up literally in the media about three days ago mm-hmm. um, and everyone's talking about it and I think it's important to cover because it's so recent and it's here in Australia. It's bloody Brisbane. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know what I'm going to talk about. But well, I'm,
0: I mean, we normally talk about, we normally surprise each other with our, um, what we're going to yeah. talk about. But this one, I mean, I know you sent it to me and Chris in the week and all of I us were like, it. Yeah. we have to talk about this.
1: Yeah, we have to. And like it's, Super unpleasant. There's mm. there's no happy ending to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it was really hard to cover because there's only like three articles
0: yeah, at the moment the because days, it's so it? new.
1: Mm. So early. And they're all written exactly the same. So I'm basically reading like mm-hmm. a collection of the articles that I've kind of combined into one big fucking essay. But, um,
0: and it's, sometimes it's annoying when you're looking at those types of articles for research because it's obvious that they've used those other articles for their own research yeah. so there's only so completely. much you can get completely
1: exactly and like I tried sneaking on, on my criminology website um and they had nothing on it yet hmm. like I was like cool maybe I can like scope this out from like a my uni point of view but there's nothing yet okay. yeah okay. but um we're gonna talk about now, his name is Nicholas John Cryley, but I'm going to refer to him throughout as Fuckface because he doesn't it. even deserve a human name. Do it. All right. My sources are news.com.au, Offenders Exposed, and The Career Mail. Um, guys, if you've got Facebook, you should join the group Offenders Exposed. Um, they usually like expose pedophiles and a lot of Australian offenders. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Okay. Oh, and we should probably say a trigger war- warning as well. Trigger, massive trigger warning. Mm. Massive, massive, massive trigger warning. I, I very, don't even know how to classify this trigger warning, just violence rape, against women. Rape, violence, torture, women. violence against women. Um,
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's really, mm. really shit. Mm. So June 2017 in Bolimba, Brisbane, Queensland, a 34-year-old banker by the name of Nicholas John Crowley Somehow, and we don't know how yet, we don't know how he was connected to this woman, but he somehow got hold of a currently unnamed 21-year-old woman and over three weeks tortured and brutally raped her in his in and around his home. Hmm. So,
0: Hang on. So this was my major question. Um, is this a kidnapping situation or is this We don't know.
1: We-, we don't know if they were dating. We don't know if he abducted her. We, we don't fucking know. We don't know who this woman is.
0: Oh, my God. we we don't know how he got whole, you know. um, I've got literally goosebumps all over my body. This is horrible.
1: Yeah, it's really heavy. Um, Now, this story was super hard to research because as of when you guys get the podcast, it'll be just over a week that the media um, has released this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to, like, delve into as much of the info as I can, as I found. Um, but like I said, it's really hard to take it as fact because some really shitty news, um, like websites have covered
0: it, and we we don't know yet. We don't know yet, but it has happened. And well, it's you can look up something we can revisit in the future when um,
1: Oh, we'll be covering when it we again. We know more. He, t- is today Tuesday. Monday. Tomorrow is his court case. <gasps> wow. Tomorrow. So we we will do it. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So the former Commonwealth bank worker has recently pleaded guilty to 54 offences, including deprivation of liberty, grievous bodily harm, and torture. I don't know why rape and sexual assault isn't in there.
0: Did you look at I'm all sure of the 54 charges? Um, Couldn't find it. Charges. Oh, they, there was nowhere to list all of the 54?
1: No, no. It's still pretty private.
0: Yeah, that's weird that they didn't include rape right at the very top, maybe, because
1: yeah. know, who, knows? who knows? Yeah, well, that's it. Prosecutor Sandra Capina told the court that Foxface would systematically rape the victim every day, set her on fire using acetone and a lighter, as well as pouring scorching water onto her genitals. He forced her to eat her own vomit and feces and forced her to sleep outside or on the floor. Fuckface also would force the victim to choose how she wanted to die with his options either being by a car crash or being shot. His beatings were so horrendous the victim's upper lip eventually detached from her face which then eventually led to an infestation of maggots living in her wounds. Now I don't know if you guys have ever seen images of that. I know when I was a vet nurse and would get like native animals come in after being hit by a car for a week. It is one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. Like um, like maggots living in something that's still alive. It's mm, really mm. horrendous. And yeah. I know you're really touchy about this, so I'll keep talking.
0: Because <laughs> bugs.
1: Yeah, you're not good with maggots and parasites and shit, right?
0: I, It's not my favorite subject. Look, I'm annoyed no. because th- there's a freaking snail in my herb garden right now and I am like freaking out. Like every day I'm like, Louie, you have to sort this out. <laughs> you like, don't like snail? Can't can't deal. I wouldn't say I, 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 I hate them because group. that's really mean, but like cannot. I'm sorry snails. but no. <laughs> I love them. I'm a member of a Facebook group where we
1: all pretend to be snail. Oh
0: my god. No. I'll add it to you. I, I'll, I'll add you to it later. I'm I'm a snail racist. It's true. Oh wow. I, well, I like slug. So uh, yes yeah, see you put I, that I on your plugs. social media last week with you like kind of like looking <laughs> at a slug and I was like huh. <laughs>
1: Tell me, um yeah no that was the biggest slug I've ever seen it was sizable. It was, it was it as big as my
0: hand. I had to get a photo of it. Yeah, it was um I had to get a photo. it, it was of note. Anyway, Anyway, let's continue into this horrible story. Hang on. So So um, her top lip has come off. It's literally detached because he has beaten her. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. I'm just trying to. And then the maggots. Have infested. Were
1: were living inside her face.
0: Which suggests to me that she's being kept in a place that is very unsanitary. So there are flies around. Yeah, he made her sleep outside. And Could she not scream in her neighbours? I don't know.
1: It's the same as um the fuck the um the captives in that um, in Cleveland abduction the because they went outside a lot. Oh. They had sex outside with him and what? like why really? did they yell out? Yeah, man. Um, the neighbours saw them all Amanda the time, Barry. like in the Ama- garden. Amanda, Amanda one Berry. Amanda Fuck, like, what are their names? She, I can always I just remember. remember
0: her on the 911 call. Hey, it's, it's Amanda Amanda, Michelle, Amanda, Michelle, and I
1: can't remember the other one. But, yeah, no, he always used to take them outside.
0: Neighbours saw them, you know. But that was over the course of years that he kept them and he was able I to know, beat them like, down. But this chick was just three weeks. I mean, he must have done things know. to her that were so depraved that she wouldn't dare scream.
1: Oh, she was literally tortured. Literally, I'll, I'll get to her injuries in a minute, mm. but um, I don't know, man. If you're that terrified, I mean, it's it's easy because I the first thing I thought when I was researching this is why didn't why didn't she fucking get up mm. and run or like
0: you know why didn't you yell prob- out? She was probably, I mean, look for all we know, she could have been hogtied, couldn't move, even if she yeah, did scream, could have been tied up, and could they have could have of, lived on a large property. Um, yeah. I'll have yeah, to Google, really Maps, Google Maps this really town and see if it's a rural town. I don't think it is. I think it's a small town, but he lives in suburbia. Very like odd. you can
1: see from the photo of his house. Oh, you saw a photo? Instagram. Yeah, man. It's just a normal double-storied white brick house. Wow. Yeah. And when he escapes, you can watch the footage of him being chased by the police. He is in full-on suburbia, like there are highways and shit and it's one of the craziest police chases I've ever seen. They film it from a helicopter. Whoa. And it is fucking crazy. He like he pulls people out of cars. He I think he steals up to like three cars in the actual chase. And he's he's just it's wild. It's crazy. It's Whoa. crazy. <laughs> At one point um, Fuckface moved her to a nearby Tower Hill metro hotel where he hid her for five days. Now, that's another thing. I don't know how the fuck he pulled off, how he managed to get a girl past reception. Yeah. That was so, like, brutally beaten. Like, it doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. This is why there's a lot um in this case that needs to be really, you know, dealt. There is so much to this case that we can't say. Dissected. We need to know all of it. Wow. So Fuckface eventually called triple zero before escaping his house house on the 2nd of July. Police and ambulance workers thought she was dead before she made a groaning sound. Hang on.
0: Who who rang triple zero? Nicholas. Why did he ring triple zero? We don't know.
1: We don't know. Because this whole time he was saying he was going to shoot her or, or get, or like, put her in a car accident. But he ended up calling triple zero and he escaped.
0: Oh, can we not get that call?
1: Right? There's a lot of things we need to <sighs> we need to hear. We need to hear, like, if he said there's a body in his house, like, what... Or, you know, if he's given any explanation in the call, like, there's a lot. Which will come out. Like, this will be covered. It's gone. It's now an international fucking sensation. I mean... All the Facebook groups I'm all the crime groups that are all violence from against women in the UK group are gonna yeah, go nuts.
0: It's,
1: it's going crazy. You know who I think will cover it really soon? Nancy Grace. Um Case Files. Case files. Oh really? They've uh, already posted in it in the group. Oh, okay. Um So I reckon and he finds every I don't know how he does it, but he gets so much. That's info. what I was
0: gonna say. Usually he doesn't Really, do an episode until it's absolutely there is so much. Yeah, like it, his oh, well, episodes are he so well researched.
1: Oh so perfect. So I'm. He's got to really have friends in the police
0: or something. He's got to have connections. I think
1: so. He has a whole team of people who investigate. Really, like he's got a full team that com- that write most of the story for him.
0: Can we be All like from that?
1: around the world? Yeah, it would be fucking great, mate. I have hardly any <laughs> time to do this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I would love someone to write the stories for me. <laughs> the police the injuries were so bad that the police thought she'd actually been in an explosion. Um the that's police cha- the police chase took a total of eight days after Busface stole multiple cars. So he went missing, I think, for eight days, but then the the final chase is the one that's on footage. And, and was I think she it with for few-
0: him or did he just leave no. the house he was left at the house.
1: He literally ran. I'm like, so confused. The footage of him is him just running through gardens and then he's pulling people out of cars. There's one scene that I actually like fully gasped. Um, he tries to push a driver out of a car, but the driver doesn't move. So he gets in. And starts driving the car somehow, and then as they're on the highway, he kicks this person out, and you just see like an infrared footage of this guy just being pushed out on a out of his car on the highway. It's crazy. Like people are freaking the fuck out, and the footage you see people on the highway like pulling over because he's just weaving, and then he's crashing all these cars, and like it's just nuts. there's one there's one scene where the tire is flat and it's, like, leaving a mark in the road, and people in their cars are watching this lunatic just, like, weaving in and out with this, like, leaving a trail in the road. Like, it's nuts. I'll send it to you after this. It's wild. Like,
0: wow. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. see that.
1: Yeah. So, um, Fuckface continued to call the victim a slut while he was in jail, blaming her because he believed she had been sleeping around. He apparently <laughs> boasted to one of his friends, I quote, I've pummeled her so hard she can't talk anymore. So this little section made me think, were they in a relationship? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't cheat on someone that you're not in a relationship with. Exactly. But then,
1: as I'll get to in a minute, it then changes again and it's very confusing. Okay. So the survivor suffered multiple broken bones, deep lacerations to her face, including a part of her body... That was actually um, degloved, you, and I'm sure you know what degloving means. Yes. For those of you who don't, it's it's very much described in the word degloving. Um, oh my it, god! It's super common in like industrial accidents. You can deglove your whole hand. You can. I don't know where she was degloved, but I'm assuming it was her face because it did become detached.
0: Her face.
1: Well, I'm thinking it's her face. As in how her skin became detached. So they, unless they it didn't. was her hand, unless she was cast or something and she, I don't know, man, like, we don't know.
0: I've heard about a body in a famous murder case that was dumped in, like, a tank and when Oh, yeah, investigators and they lifted it out have, and it's just bloop. And the hand has become degloved. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, you hear of people like dying in bathtubs and haven't been discovered for months and then they've been taken out of the water and their skin has just flopped off, like the whole skin, like a bodysuit. But I don't, I'm not sure what part of her body was the gloved. Um, very likely it could have been her hand because that's like a common place to do it. But I have a feeling it could have been described about her lip being yeah. detached
0: from her face. Mm. Um, Um, Uh, Okay, again, that's a question for the future. Yep. As well as she also had
1: 46% of her body covered in burns. I have no words. No. She was put in a hospital in an induced coma and spent eight weeks recovering at the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital, where she was also having to learn to walk again. Hmm. Fuck face appeared in court via a video link from jail, while the survivor barely bravely described her torture as feeling like, quote, hundreds of small ants were biting me. She said it took seven weeks in hospital to muster the courage to actually look at her face in the mirror, fearing the level of deformity. She said her facial scars have made her feel unworthy of human interactions and said people in the street now look at her like she's a monster. "Quote: When I finally did, I was so distraught. I didn't look at myself, look like myself anymore at all. I was unrecognizable. My whole body throughout hasn't felt like my own." She told the court. Hmm. So it's real. Like this is—he's ruined. He's destroyed her. Destroyed. It's—it's just the worst of the worst. The survivor's muscles were so severely wasted away. She had to learn how to walk again, and her little finger had to be amputated. A majority of her teeth were also completely broken from the beating. Mm. She now has to wear wigs after losing her hair due to the amount of times Fuckface burnt her scalp. The bridge of her nose had to be removed because it had basically disintegrated from the amount of times it was shattered to pieces. And she had lost so much of her vision, she is feared to be going blind due to the burning liquids that were poured into them. <laughs> fuckface, fuckface's defence lawyer claims he was in a meth induced state which caused delusions that led to the three week assault. He was saying Fuckface believed the victim to be involved in a drive by shooting and was targeting him. So then again we've got another theory as to how they were connected. It doesn't make sense.
0: I don't believe that could
1: he have just could he have just picked her up on the street? I don't know. I think he knew her
0: This guy's obviously he- in a
1: state of um I don't believe he was I'm I'm not blaming drugs. I mean we he don't seems know. He's kind of delusional.
0: I mean what's this drive-by shooting that he's supposedly she's inv- involved an, in? I think it's I think him just trying to get the um like a insanity plea.
1: Insanity plea. Yeah, you That's could be what right. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a psychopath. I mean, you know a lot of drug addicts that don't hold a person
0: hostage and torture them.
1: Hostage for 3 weeks and and then boast to your friends, I've pummeled her so hard she can't talk. Like, I don't think that's a drug-induced state. I think this guy's a psychopath and he's mm. just an extreme abuser. Like,
0: Either way, he's got to be taken off streets. We can't have someone oh, like that needs, in our he society. Needs,
1: he needs to be in jail for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, the only factor that is apparently playing in Fuckface's favour is that he did call triple zero. Which so is bizarre. It's, weird. it's a really weird case. He's getting sentenced on Tuesday, as in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So by the time this episode is out, we should know the verdict. The Crown is asking for life. So that's my my to be continued.
0: Wow. So when more comes out, I'll cover it uh, more extensively. So the court case that's starting tomorrow, is that like yeah. a full jury situation? This is not just some preliminary... You know, I don't know. I mean, he was in court in 2017, so this might be... The actual major court case. You know, because sometimes like they'll just like, be yeah. like, well, he's appearing in court, but that could just yeah. be to prove his name and date of birth. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, there are so many courts,
1: uh there's so many, like, proceedings and appearances and shit with court cases. I don't, it's really hard for me to keep up to date.
0: Uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm presuming terrible with-, with court cases like uh, like a murder case, um, they'll have to do. There's a lot all of layers of to
1: it, and and the whole COVID thing is just completely fucked up the whole uh, trial system. So it is um, a pain in the ash hole.
0: Yeah. So I mean, hopefully they can get around it using technology. Um, so that this can actually go ahead sooner rather than later, so that we can get this guy um, sorted out.
1: And, you know, I don't even want him to get COVID. I want him to, like, that's too easy. I want him to be fucking beaten up in jail for the rest of his life.
0: Hopefully he will.
1: You know, like you hear of um, that guy that, you know, that Daniel Melk, was it Daniel? Who was that little kid that went... Morecomb or something, the little kid in Queensland that went missing and that pedophile had raped and murdered him. But his the the uh the pedophile that's in jail now has been the his jailmates have done the craziest shit to him. Oh really? Craziest Daniel Moorcomb. I don't re- Daniel Morcombe. I'm not remembering that one. The little here, this kid. Okay. Brett Cohen was the pedophile and the murderer and from jail, um, people I'm pretty sure his cell cellmates at one point held him down and they inserted I'm pretty sure they inserted a piece of barbed wire down his penis. Like what? they are torturing the fuck. Like they don't take this shit lightly. Like wow. <laughs> you hear of people like putting like glass and shit and other cellmates' food, but no, like they torture. They torture people in there who yep. have been like guilty of torturing kids and women and animals and shit. So you know what? I feel. Let's sympathy. see what jail has to do to him.
0: <laughs> anyway, yep. Shall we take a really quick break? Thank you so much for all that information. I'm really uh, <laughs> hoping that we can come back in the future and. Yeah, well, we will get so much this, more information this from this will. case.
1: Totally, I think people want to know what the fuck. I mean, it's another, once again, it's another example of the violence against women in Australia and Mm -hmm. like recent. Mm. It's really messed up. So we'll hear a lot more. But yeah, let's have a break. Woohoo! Thanks, Dave.
0: So my sources for today are ancientorigins.net, wikipedia, archaeologytravel.com and tripsavvy.com. Okay. So Italy has many draws for tourists from the magnificent Colosseum to the beautiful countryside of Tuscany, the artwork of the Italian masters and the floating city of Venice. But while there is much to see, do eat and drink – there is a side to Italy that we would classify as dark tourism. So, today Ooh. I will tell you about the preserved Capuchin monks of Rome. Ah. And I have okay. to apologize because after I finished researching this, I found that the last podcast has done it a couple of years ago. So, I do apologize. Okay. <laughs> so, you might already okay. know this one, but. Uh, no, yeah. I actually, it doesn't ring a bell to me. Okay, well, so yeah. in Italy, there are actually two major areas where there are capuchin-preserved monks. One is in Rome and one is in Palermo, which is down yep. south. And I do, I want, I was going to cover both in one episode, but I think I'm going to do the Palermo one um, on another episode because that one has a lot um, to talk about and it's really yep. interesting. So today I'm going to do Rome and I'll do that one Some other time. Cool. Next season. Yes. (laughs) When hopefully we're both back in the recording
1: studio. I want to do – I want to cover Men in Black, but I'm waiting to do it once I have a proper microphone because that's my ultimate, ultimate topic.
0: Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Yep. That'll be a really good day when we can do Men in Black. Can't wait. (laughs) So I once visited Rome and – I heard about a place that was off the beaten track of the regular tourist sort of sites. Yep. And um, it, it sounded like what people what people were saying. It sounded kind of like a pain in the ass to get to. So um, mm-hmm. I ended up going to see the Spanish Steps that day instead, or that morning, okay. or whatever it was. Uh, although I'm ninety nine percent sure I saw John Galliano, uh, the fashion designer. What? No, I, I, I no. swear to God, if this guy was not John Galliano, I and He has a twin. I saw this I'm guy. I'm sure a
1: lot of Italians kind of I, I, – I reckon a lot would dress
0: like him. Maybe. This guy totally – Yeah, you probably did. He was in this tiny little vintage car. No. And it was a um, a convertible. It was the tiniest little vintage beautiful little car. Anyway, I reckon I saw Gale- John Galliano that one day. Anyway, so that was good, but I did really want to go to – uh the to see the Cap- the Capuchin monks, um, yep. but I didn't get to go. So I'm hoping one day if we get to travel the world, yeah, uh, if we go on tour in Italy, we're going to see the Capuchin monks of Rome.
1: Definitely so,
0: wish list. <laughs> so this crypt in Rome is also called the Bone Church, and it's Ooh. a series of tiny chapels. Beneath the church of, bear with me, Santa Maria del Concenzioni del Cappuccini Ooh, in cappuccino. Rome. Yeah, in Rome, Italy. <laughs> I'm gonna presume that the drink comes from Cappuccini. Um, Definitely. So it's a 17th century church, and it serves both as a crypt and a sort of museum of mortality. Apparently, wow. it's quite a tiny sort of small type of place. But, it, it, I mean, I suppose what it lacks in size, it makes up for in um, <clears throat> quality of weirdness. It would be stunning. <laughs> so, yep. it is believed that there are the bones and remains of around 4,000 people in this location. Wow, well, out. And they're displayed in various ways to remind visitors to consider their own mortality and the fleeting passage of life on earth. So, wow. the, the Order of the Friars Minor Capuchin was established in the 1520s by a Franciscan friar. Members devoted themselves to penance, simplicity, and living a life of solitude. The building of the church then followed in the 17th century after the order proved itself to be successful. Uh, The Capuchins moved to the church once it it was ready and brought with them the remains of deceased friars. Now, they didn't didn't just bring a few bodies. They actually brought 300 carts full of bones. Fucking hell. (laughs) The Pope, three hundred carts. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of bodies and bones. Wow. (laughs) The Pope ordered that the soil be brought from Jerusalem to line the crypt, while Father Michael of Bergamo managed the arrangement of the bones into intricate designs. So what they did was, when the monks died, they were buried. They were buried in the soil of the crypt. Yep. And the older bodies that have been there for years and years and years were actually taken out and the new bodies were put in their place. Yep. So the exhumed bodies were used to continue to build the
1: decorations.
0: Oh, is this the, where the walls are completely skulled? Well, I've got a series. I'm going to do what I did a couple of weeks ago and I'm going to send you photos. Okay. So um, when the bodies were exhumed, their body parts and the bones and things, that were used to continue building the designs within the chapel rooms. Some of them were well-preserved enough that they were dressed and displayed as a full body. And as you can see, some of them are standing up and some are laying down. This is crazy. Isn't it cool? According to (laughs) – Absolutely. According to Archaeology Travel – In one room, two severed, mummified arms cross one another to make the form of the the capuchin's coat of arms. Several rooms also contain robed and hooded figures, their darkened, desiccated skin still clinging to their skulls. Um, Yeah, it's nuts. There's like a chandelier mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) of leg bones.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. By the 18th century, it began to become a tourist attraction and was even visited by the Marquise de Sade in 1775, who quite enjoyed it, apparently. Uh, It is thought that the practice of adding new bones and bodies within the crypt went uh, went on until the early 19th century because it was at this point that it actually became illegal to bury people within the city walls. I don't know why that is. I guess it was like a religious thing. It was probably a Catholic thing. So there are six rooms in the crypt and all but one include bones and mummified bodies on display for viewing. It is believed that these bodies and body parts came from friars who had died between 1528 and 1870. So this practice was going on for a good, you know, couple of centuries. The rooms are as follows. So first we have the Mass Chapel which is an area used to celebrate Mass and this is the only room that doesn't contain bones. Although it does have a tomb. Uh, So it does have a tomb like, you know, with with a deceased body or bodies but they're not on display as such. Mm -hmm. In the chapel is a plaque containing the heart of a lady named Maria Felice Pariti who was the grandniece of uh, Pope Sixtus V and a supporter of the Capuchin Order. So they kept her heart. One of the other rooms is called the Crypt of the Resurrection. And I'll send you a photo of this one. I'm really bummed you didn't go to this. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But I did see John (laughs) Galliano. No, I decided to hang out in kind of like, you know, the the fashion quarter of Rome instead of going to this. Oh, my God.
1: Can you see it? It's incredible.
0: So this is the crypt of the resurrection, and in this room there is a picture of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. Apparently, don't quote me on this, but I did read some of the, that. This is a Caravaggio, which I thought was very exciting. Um, this is just not—I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> now um, there are hundreds of bones surrounding. The so for people listening that can't see the photo, there's hundreds yep. of bones sort of surrounding it, like like an altar, and even the ceiling has designs um, made of all different types of bones. Yeah. It, okay, so it's to describe it, it. You know, when you go into a
1: beautiful old building and it has all that decal on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, like literally like, like
0: filigree and all that type of thing.
1: Yeah, it's literally been replaced with
0: thousands of bones. Like, but, but 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 in a design that's yeah elegant like, in
1: a way, but it, oddly. it's oddly cra- yeah. Like um, from a distance, you wouldn't know it, and then you look up, you zoom up, and they're all like, you can see like the vertebrae of your spine has has is all over the ceiling, and then there's like leg bones that have been put in like an arch, and then yep. There's, there's everywhere is skulls, and theres like there's hip bones to make like the corners of the the sculptures. it's
0: mm-hmm. It is wild. yeah, it's wild. I wonder what it would smell like. Yeah, that's a good question actually. It might stale, smell a little bit stale, but it, it depends. They, they might have loads of like um, incense burning and stuff. who knows just crazy so there's a couple of rooms I don't really know which ones are which but I've just sent you another photo as well so there's the crypt of the skulls which just has loads of skulls in it there's also the crypt of the pelvises um crazy where there are three mummified monks standing against a wall and between them are just loads and loads of pelvis bones piled on top of each other um and look, even for us, it's bizarre. I'm pretty sure I have that. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. I'm just sending it over to you guys now. It's pretty weird. Just pelvises. It's crazy. Pelvis bones. This is. Cr- oh my god. And the yeah, the The monks are actually carrying their um the crucifixes as well. Like um like. Not a huge crucifix, but they're they're carrying kind of like a crucifix that it's about a foot high, and then they put yeah, like their rosary kind of beads attached to their belts. as the well. The pelvis room is probably the worst. The worst, as in most bizarre, almost yeah. shocking. The pelvises
1: look kind of really fucked up. Like I don't know what's that um what's that phobia where it's like holes? Yeah.
0: It it just makes you feel uncomfortable just looking at it like that. The pelvises make me feel uncomfortable because they they almost look like mushrooms. Someone described them as butterflies.
1: Yeah, because they're really flat and like, I don't know, the pelvis room's given me the creeps. There's pelvises everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like every inch of that room has a pelvis.
0: Yep. There's a lot of... That's wild. Um... So there's also a room that's the crypt of leg bones and thigh bones, which is similar as well. I wasn't able uh, to decipher which room was that room. Um, and But that room is the one that has the severed arms I mentioned before and they make up, like they're crossed over and it makes up the coat of arms. Um, And I've just written to myself, I've written a note to myself, pun not funny. (laughs) Hey, I get it. (laughs) Then there's the Crypt of the Three Skeletons. I'm going to send you this one. This one is actually very interesting. Uh, there you go. Damn, these are crazy. Now, the Crypt of the Three Skeletons, um, there's the two skeletons on either side of the wall and then – It's got a small skeleton attached to the ceiling that's looking down on everyone. Can you see that? Yeah, that's the first thing you see. There's a skeleton on the ceiling. Yeah, I'm sending you another one that's kind of more of a close-up of it. Um, This is the craziest thing. So this skeleton on the ceiling, um, it's surrounded by an oval of bones. And going up closer, it kind of almost looks like spinal column bones.
1: Yeah, they're like the vertebrae.
0: Yeah. Uh, And apparently the oval is uh, some sort of a symbol of life. And in the skeleton's right hand is a scythe made of bones, obviously. So that's a symbol of death. And uh, in the left hand it holds scales. And that's supposed to be the symbol for judgment where God weighs a person's good deeds against their bad deeds when they die. Yeah. So what it's saying is mortality is uh inevitable. Uh literally everything is made of bone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like this
1: is the craziest thing.
0: In this room there's also a plaque, um, apparently that says it in five different languages it says, What you are now we used to be. What we are now you will be. Jesus
1: Christ. Mm-hmm. So this is crazy.
0: That's pretty much the destination. I I thought it would be fun to check out the visitor reviews um, because that's always fun. TripAdvisor is always fun. Um, oh yeah, tell me them. <laughs> so I went to the five star ones first. Jim D gave it five stars and said, "How could you not visit a place that has a chandelier made of human bones?" Yeah, I agree. Uh, Lynn, uh, sorry, not Lynn. Leah said. My husband wanted to get this tour, and when I saw the pictures online, it seemed creepy to me. Amazingly, when I had entered the chapel, I had no creepy feelings at all but felt rather peaceful. It's unusual; it's an unusual place which, which stimulates one to reflect on life and death and why we are here and what we leave behind us. Uh, we had a guided tour of the museum and chapel, which was wonderful. Uh, but, of course, crazy. I wanted to see the bad reviews because, you know, people yeah. – uh, Definitely. That's and what you. That's the only reason you look at reviews. I knew I'd find some idiots. Um, yeah. So here's some of the one star reviews, and by the way, there were very few. Um, most of them were five star reviews. Um, and FYI, most of these one star reviews were just saying that their kids weren't entertained, so they thought it sucked. No, they I'm bought their fucking children. Literally, not even joking. Stop. David San Diego said. Surprised anyone is giving this good reviews. The tour guide sounds way too much time on dull facts. I'm reading this word for word. What? What are they going to say? What are they going to say? <laughs> this painting may have been painted by X, but it may have been painted by someone else. Um, do not even think of bringing kids on this. My kids and wife wanted to kill me afterwards for booking this waste of an evening. <laughs> oh, how I would hate to be on tour with these people. I know, wouldn't, idiot. Yuck. Mallon W144 said, expensive and little. We thought it was underground, but it was on, in uh, inside a house. It didn't felt fell like a crypt. You weren't supposed to tank photos either. A lot of guards that looked extremely serious. Anyway. Uh, okay. Louise said... Been years ago, it was much better. Today there's a dress code. As usual, no sandals. God knows what Jesus wore. (laughs) Uh, I like that one. Uh, Damiel wrote, or Dameli, sorry, wrote, I can't imagine a devoted monk would want his remains put on display for the whimsy of art. These individuals should have been given the respect to rest in peace. Peace, P-I-E-C-E. Of course, P-I-C-E, peace. Uh, P-I-E-C, yeah, the piece, like like piece of a cake. Yeah, like pieces. Rest in well, peace. maybe they
1: meant to say that because they are rest, resting in pieces. Resting in pieces.
0: But the thing is, like, the monks were the ones who did this. Like, they did it yeah, over it's like hundreds this- of years. Like, they had a full understanding, like, when you die as a Capuchin monk, this is going to happen to you. Yeah. Anyway... Yeah. The Crips have four four out of five stars overall on TripAdvisor and it's rated 160 out of 2,044 things to do in Rome. And there are tours that you can do of the Crips that cost around €10 and it's wheelchair accessible according to TripAdvisor. So that is the Capuchin Monks of Rome. That is incredible. Thank you. Incredible. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely a wishlist place to go. I would love to go to that, <laughs> and yeah, love. That's nuts. I'm so glad you nuts. haven't. Um, you you don't know much about it because I no. When I saw that last podcast had done it, I'm like, oh, she already knows about this. Damn it! Why did I do this? No, I have no idea. Um, I mean, there are so many um, uh, like
1: historical burial sites where they do line the walls and bones and shit. And I think everyone has seen that, but I, I've never heard of this before. So Mm. it's crazy.
0: Well, I'll do the preliminary ones at the later stage because, um, they have quite a a famous, uh, preserved corpse at that one. And, um, I'll tell you about that next season. Yes, please. Cool. That was nuts. Thanks dude. That was the titties. <laughs> I've actually got a few things on my list that are very similar to this that I want to do in the future. Um, Europe That was really Europe cool. Europe is great for um, corpse art.
1: History. Yeah, for sure. Bone art. Bone art. Bone art Am I right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's definitely the title. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Well... Thanks for listening to season 12. Uh, sorry, season 12. Yeah. Episode 12. Season 12. <laughs> yep. uh, any yep. any final words today, Esther? Um, pat your cap, wash your hands, uh, yell at a neighbor,
1: and um, don't support Trump or mm. Scott Mo- Scomo.
0: I can't top that. I, mm-hmm. yes, uh, yes, I approve yes, this message.
1: Yes. I approve this message. <laughs> Gemma 2020. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, till next week. Anyway, guys, stay safe. Be creepy. (laughs) Don't be (laughs) creepy. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Are you still there? Hello? I lost you guys.
1: No, we lost you. I was recording a good segment just then. Oh, sorry.
0: Was it recorded? I don't think so. Oh, Oh, damn it. You know what? I was talking about potatoes. Mm. You
1: just you just cut it out and I was doing a new segment called All the Things You Can Do With Potatoes. Okay. And I was saying that you can boil them, you can mash them, you can turn them into potato guns, you can do block painting with potatoes, you can put a potato in a vase for a nice centerpiece in a table. You could put a potato in a fish tank and you say can it's sleep a in new it. Specimen. You can sleep in a potato. I'm, I'm not sure. If- I'm
0: pretty sure I've brought this up before. So um, my friends in the UK, the Fellowship, shout out. I know says listens every week. Um, we <laughs> have this ongoing conversation. It's been going for years now on what is the most comfortable food stuff you think would be the best to sleep in. Yeah, that's great. So well, like, like mashed potato. Mashed, warm mashed potato or like a freshly baked loaf of bread like, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: marshmallows. But you know how mashed potato only stays warm for a few minutes and then it turns, like, lukewarm with coldness? It would and be like, like, you know, when you have a bath
0: and you kind of, like, doze off yes. in the bath and you wake up and you're like, oh, it's freezing. Yeah. 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 Oh, did you watch um, Celebrity Rue? Pardon? There's a new um, – today's all about spinoffs. There's a new spinoff, Celebrity Rue Paul's Drag Race. Are you serious. Yeah, we watched it last night. I think on it's what? just going to be on Stan. It's, I think it's on Stan. What?
1: Oh, I'm going to watch that next. Uh,
0: yes. Is it Entertaining Hour? Have to say, Entertaining
1: Hour. How have I not heard of this celebrity? Who were the celebrities? Uh, no one like I, I knew. They like were like B grade celebs. The type of celebrities Paul can get on the show. <laughs>
0: uh, there was a guy from Riverdale, there was a guy from I think he was from Younger, that TV show Younger, and there was another okay. guy who was a comedian who was actually really funny. And it was it was actually really good. It was good. Uh, Trixie okay. Trixie was on it, Monet was on it. Cute. Bob Bob made an appearance as well. Uh um, it was fun. It was good. Worth watching. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna do that
1: then. Yeah, yeah, Apparently yeah. Apparently I laugh like Trixie. Oh, classic. Some have said, (laughs) which is such a compliment to...